everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with Profo One of Floor Gangs Worldwide, Shadow Rock, and the Knuckleneck Tribe out of the Bay Area. He's been one of the people that I've wanted to talk to for a while, not only because of his knowledge, but also his desire to push the community forward into new territory with content such as the trades and his commentary with ARC at events such as Massive Monkeys Day and Silverback Open. We get into some Bay Area history, the generational differences in mentality in breaking, what breaking fulfills from a human standpoint, social media and the importance of having a presence on there, physical longevity and training, and more. Surprisingly, as two footwork nerds, we hardly even spoke about it. But overall, it was a really interesting talk, and I hope you all enjoy it. Peace. We're here with Profo One from Floor Gangs, Shadow Rock, Knuckleneck Tribe. Um, Profo is a guy that I've wanted to have a chat with for a while. He's got a lot of knowledge, so thanks for okay. coming on this thing and sharing sharing what you know. Yeah, man. No, I've seen what you do. You did with the coin with Ark, mm-hmm. uh, Renegade, and a few few of the friends. You know, what I mean, within the close knit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I, it was a matter of time, I guess. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna ever ask me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah, we'll have a lot of interesting things to talk about because you you, sure. you do a lot of cool things and you're one of the people like in the breaking community that does uh that like does things outside of just say like breaking and competitions and this kind of thing like you try and do well we'll get into yeah. that like like little talk shows and sort of podcasts or yeah not, I, sort I, of I things a, yeah i took a break for about a year and a half um which was funny, like 2019, I slowed down and I was battling more actually doing mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to start again in 2020. Then yeah, yeah. everything kind of happened. And I was like, okay, never mind. Then I like started working out actually more Yeah, yeah. on that. But I will plan, I'm planning to bring back the trades this year, mm-hmm. you know? So stay tuned for that. Cool. Anyone who's listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bigger production too. Like I'm trying. I'm gonna ask you how you did this whole thing on Zoom, like as far as the green screen, yeah. the background, and all that stuff. Yeah. We'll see what we'll see what we, you know, because that's that's the whole thing. If I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come back. Definitely, you know, different production because I think because of COVID, everyone because the way I did the trades was like, you know, it was on like Facebook Live and it was on mm-hmm. Instagram Live and everyone's because of COVID, everyone started doing that. So it's mm-hmm. like okay, I need to be different. You know, I need mm-hmm. to be better production and it's about time too so yeah yeah yeah. um so for anyone that might not know who you are do you mind doing just like a little background on yourself and sure um whatever yeah i started dancing well the first exposure to breaking was actually 1983 in the bay area Um, like yeah i was seven eight years old uh my cousin ray he uh he was in a group 
a crew called uh, Zero Gravity in San Francisco and in Richmond, California, which is Northern California. And um, yeah, he just thought it would be cool to show his little cousins, me and my brother, my twin brother, Rob, also known as Rob Nasty, to how to do like the worm and maybe backspin or something like that. And we were like super young. So like that was the first exposure to it. Then it died in the eighties, like as far as breaking, but there's other dances that came after like, you know, the social dances as far as, you know, the hip hop, you know, the hit the tradition the social da- hip hop dances like the running man and you know yeah. stuff like that yeah. smurf Roger rabbit and then um then there was a crew called knuckle neck tribe that we saw on uh, a local hip-hop show called home turf and uh their dj was dj Kubert, but with the knuckle neck tribe as the dancers who eventually became west coast rock steady so mm. after we saw that it's like oh shit Breaking's coming back, and this is like 1991, and that was 30 years ago. So that's when I started, like, yeah, that's when I started dancing. I was 16 years old. I was doing more of a freestyle hip hop uh, that we called housing back in California. We called it housing, but it was no, but you know, in East Coast they just called it hip hop. So the correct term is freestyle hip hop. So I start like with my man Mike Disco, who still does it to this day. Mm-hmm. and um i started out with that then around like um i took a break from dancing around 94 to 95 i got really into martial arts and i was doing like different ones like i was doing judo capoeira screamer serrata wing chun and then um because of the capoeira i, st- I learned how to do a handstand and i was like mm-hmm. well i'm gonna give breaking a try and after that, it was done. Like, I was kind of like, I, I was, I was like, you know, I was with Lino in Hawaii and I, we, were, we were on the turntable scratching. I remember I was like, like, damn, you could scratch too. It's like, well, yeah, back then we were like, when you're a hip hop guy, you tried everything. Like I did try to rhyme. I did, mm-hmm. did graffiti, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, not dope, <laughs> but, you but I did it. Yeah. yeah. And the hardest thing for me was breaking just because physically it was hard. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I stuck to it because mm-hmm. I'm still to this day challenged with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, and that was like 95, 96, 97. So, but you know, so that was like, I was like 22 at the time. So it was considered back then that was old. Yeah. Like now there's like no age. It doesn't matter when you start, you just start. Mm-hmm. Back then, because it was just kind of like, what are you going to do? Cause like you ended at like 18. Mm-hmm. back then you know once you're done with high school it's like why do it yeah but then you know i came from the era pre <clears throat> pre pre uh competition era so mm-hmm. back then it was just a jam like a jam isn't like a competition a jam was like a high school uh, or a club for kids mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a club for kids like you go in you know they're playing the top 40 stuff and then at one point of the night, you see a crew that you didn't like down the block or a different city or something like that. You battle for 30 minutes. And then, um, and there were still graffiti guys with their black books in the back or whatever. And then by the end, they played Jodeci and then you ask a girl to dance. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, a slow song, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. So, you know, and the era I came from was kind of like, it was split in half guys and girls. 
And especially in the Bay Area, and I think that's why like Little Caesar, Crazy Legs, Dude Gremlin used to come up to the Bay at that time because even though everyone had their, you know, scenes like kind of like LA had like LA Breakers, Air Force, and Grems and them, Dude Gremlin and them with the hip hop shop, and then New York had Rocksteady Crew and maybe Quickstep. Like we had numbers. Hmm. We had like events every weekend. And me and Mike, uh, Mikey Disco did his research and there was like 60 crews in the Bay Area. In yeah. like from 1991 to 93. And that's from Sacramento to San Jose. So any time there would be a battle or something like that, or there's a different crew that we'd see. And uh, predominantly Filipino. And um, yeah, man, we after that, it was kind of like they would come because they would get props unlike Lil Caesar who said he would go to the clubs and get kicked out while oh, you're doing that old shit. And you would hear that even, even within hip hop dance because Elite Force was doing, you know, they're going to uh, Latin quarters doing the freestyle hip hop. When Quick Step would come up or Legs would come up, they're like, oh, you're doing that old shit. They kind of hated on it. That's old. Hmm. So they would come to the Bay. It was just like, like they were fucking famous already. Like more <laughs> famous than now. And the other thing is that, like, let's say you were going out in a battle, right? Let's say you're in the cypher and you're battling, I don't know, let's say Daily City Breakers or something like that. You go out, like, all them girls would be like, go Dean, go Dean, like, like <laughs> that. There were groupie crews back in the day. Crazy. <laughs> there were groupie crews. There were crews that were just groupies, a bunch of girls that just liked the other crew. Like, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> It'll never, I don't think I'll ever get back to that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think, I mean, there might be groupies or whatever or whatnot, or girls that are fans, but not like how it was back then. You know, yeah. it, it was pretty, it was fun. It was a fun time. So again, that's why I have a different perspective too. Like yeah. when it comes to competition, yeah, yeah, like I like to compete, but it's like, I'm not, oh man, we lost. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Lose. like, oh, that sucks. Like, I'll be like, oh, man, I could have done better or something like that. Yeah, or the yeah. judges, damn, they see something different, but it mm. won't be like how some people lose it. Like, oh, like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that, it won't it won't ever be that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally get that. I don't know if that's like a West Coast kind of thing, too. <laughs> like, I think, I mean, that's partially it. That's partially yeah. it. Because I think um, in the East Coast, like before... <laughs> Like, I hear st stories like, yeah, they used to talk shit to each other. Like, fuck that. Watch this shit. Mm -hmm. In the West Coast, if I just flicked you off, I have my, their dude that's big, that doesn't dance, is going to jump in the circle and punch me in the face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of <laughs> like, we, there was always a respect because even dudes, there was dudes in my crew that weren't dancers. They would just want to hang out because they knew the girl, like, if we go, if they go with us, girls are going to watch us and they get to talk to the girls. <laughs> or there's another dude that's just like, always angry and ready to fight so uh -huh. any reason to fight uh -huh. like he's gonna fight he's gonna yeah. lose his temper yeah he's usually a bigger dude that's just what it was you know what i mean mm -hmm. back then so now it's like different like now it's like you know there's controversy of jethro calling out you know yeah, yeah. 10 years ago that was allowed but now it's just like maybe it's <laughs> i don't know like i really don't have an opinion on it because as a judge I'm always ready just in case. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As a promoter, I would be mad if it disrupted the flow, let's say, of a live event that's streamed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But 
if Moy said it was okay, then that's on him and that's on yeah, as yeah. a judge, you could always say no too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like handle yeah. me later. But they all agreed. So, you know, a lot of people actually enjoyed it because yeah. you know they like the drama. Mm-hmm. Um and that's one thing that gives breaking, even though people are like, we can't have that. Like I, I was watching a Joe Rogan podcast one time, and there was a jujitsu guy talking about MMA. And he's a, there's three things that attract the audience, right? One is the violence. Mm-hmm. Like just straight up, like you're gonna see blood, right? Two is the technique. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, like he did a Kimura into a whatever, or a strike. He's a better striker than a than a um than a ground guy. Mm-hmm. Three is drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so pro- yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That's why, like, pro wrestling is still around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it might turn into that. I don't. I mean, who knows, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Now, will that necessarily be me? Not necessarily. Am I against it to a certain extent? If it gets into violence, then I do care, mm-hmm. right? But if it doesn't, then I don't know. It's just more. I'm more of the. If I don't like it, I won't do it. You can yeah. go ahead and do it. That's up to you. If you do it to me, then expect a certain behavior, depending on how much you push it, you know, because I am still old school in a way, too. You know what I mean? In that way. But, like, I'm big on not preaching. Now, as of now, as I get older, I'm big on not preaching and just kind of being the thing I want to see. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. That's I'm a good way that. to go about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was a... I don't know, maybe I missed something, but... Was there something like special about that call out that? No. Like it, it, it seemed like it something a, that happens all the, or it used to happen. Used to, no, it used to happen, I think, a lot before. But now yeah. that there's bigger stakes, um, yeah. it's kind of odd that his whole crew, I mean, I understand Rad wants to back him up, but it was like, it was against the judges mm-hmm. or certain, certain judges. Then it yeah. became all the judges. Then it became the whole crew, so that made it like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that made it like new challenger. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. again, like, that's like the wrestling shit. Like, that's like the wrestling yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. That's that's I think one thing that I like about breaking in general, not about like callouts or anything like that, but that's part of it is like the spontaneity of like you don't sometimes you just don't know what's gonna happen or like people will do things like when people use used to like steal rounds and stuff when. Yeah. And like yeah. that would happen you'd be like i don't know people have this idea like you go in and then you go in and then you go right, in and then right, you go in right. and then people started right. doing that where it's like you hesitated for a split second okay we're gonna yeah. steal your round or something yeah. like that yeah. like, whatever right yeah and it's like it's it's so it feels so fresh in the beginning when someone first does it and you're like, it's exciting. Yeah. It's something new. Like, and... Oh shit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know, some guy popping out of the ring and like pulling the right. guy yeah. in or something like that. Right. Right. It's for sure. It's like battle Royale. Like he's running off the stadium with a chair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Ah. Right. Like that's, yeah, that's I mean. the whole appeal of like, say pro wrestling or whatever, but yeah. Um, you know, like that's one of the things I personally like about breaking, but yeah, you know, you got to balance things out with like, yeah, yeah. you're running an event and then, time and this kind of thing and then the other thing that i was thinking about with that is like with that calling out the judges i get it but then also at the same time like it's kind of 
I don't know, maybe it's a, it's a like young and hungry, prove yourself kind of thing versus, yeah, for okay, sure. I'm older and like I've proved enough and this kind of thing. And yeah. like, it's kind of, I mean, I think so. Fall in that. I think that's, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I think it is like, I'm young and hungry. I don't agree with you. And then here's the other thing. It's like, he was probably taught to be like that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was taught yeah. like, yeah, this is some raw shit. This is real breaking, you know, mm. real b-boying. You know what I mean? So he was taught to do that mm. because I, I know the guys that kind of worked with him. You know what I mean? As far as like, uh, as far as Rad, it was, um, oh, shoot, I forgot his name. Where are they from, they were, by the way? Texas. Uh-huh. So, um, damn, was he part of Jive Turkeys? I forgot. Oh, man, sorry, yo, if you're listening, man, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. What was anyway. his name? Maybe, maybe you could, maybe you could. I remember that one guy that was like he wasn't having coral, but it might have been Jive Turkeys or it might have been MOM. Uh, okay. Um, he used to spit his gum in the air and they catch it in his oh, ground. Oh, uh, germ, you know germ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse germs. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse germs? germs. I think it's the, yeah. yeah. That that's who taught. Rat. Oh. So you can see, I could tell, I could see when he was bringing them up, he was like, yo, you want to be raw. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got to be, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just like Cobra Kai, you know, he was, they were taught that. You know yeah. what I mean? They were taught that. Yeah. And I, like I said, I have no problem. Now, if, well, I teach that to people that I work with, not really. Mm-hmm. I just say, take the, take the L and get better. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not going to go against Jesse and be like, no, that's wrong. Like, no, because it used to happen. You mm. know what I mean? So it's kind of like, but yeah. again, I came from even before that, there were no such thing as judges. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the crowd was a judge, right? Yeah. And <laughs> even like when we had competition, right? Competition in the West coast was your showcase. Hmm. So usually a random, like, I remember this one showcase was like DJ Kubert, DJ Apollo, and this promoter guy. They were the judges of who had the best show and then you won the competition <laughs> do you know what i mean like those yeah. were comp- it was like showcase comp- the battles happened in the cyphers like mm-hmm. you know what i mean while you're waiting to go up like you know you get called out or whatever you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. so it was a different time so we didn't call it like i'm gonna call out mix master mike and it's like he scratches like he's gonna like what he likes <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I don't know like yeah, so you yeah, want yeah. scratching like <laughs> yeah, yeah so even like if you think about it, professional, not even professional competition, organized competition has only been happening really since like 1995. That's about 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Like major competition has happened about maybe less than that, like 15 years. Like freestyle session maybe. was kind of, you know what I mean? Like Bow the Year was like kind of the first one to go to like, like, cause there was like Radiotron b-boy summit right Mm -hmm. there were competitions too but it wasn't like at the scale of like battle of the year Mm -hmm. where it's like they had professional camera work because i remember i first saw like what is this a game show like (laughs) (laughs) and then like you know it was like what the hell then you got you know youtube becoming a youtube that used to be oh i can't wait to get on dvd then it was like then you're on youtube then it was like well your footage is the same night as you went out and then now they're just live like so yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah 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 you know what i mean so it's like a difference yeah there's a difference so a lot of that 
where Jesse Germs comes up from is after, way after us. So it's like kind of like it was spawned in that time of uh, Radiotron Summit freestyle session. Mm-hmm. It was spawned from that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That call out the judges because there was no such thing as judges before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it spawned out of that. Well, then you put, you know, location and time era I'm from, like, none of that existed. So yeah. I, my, my, my attitude is going to be totally different from yeah. if you feel like you're screwed in the battle. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the other thing, too, is, like, this is something that came up, that comes up with Renegade. That came up with Renegade, but, like, he mentions this kind of thing a lot just in his whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Renegade giant yeah. facebook posts or now he's on yeah. instagram or whatever doing like 10, 10 stories in a row but uh you know like and i think there's some kind of balance here that has that has to happen but like you know judging and and like let's say knowledge of judging and what's good and what's not doesn't necessarily equal that person's current like skill level or whatever right yeah like it's true so it's like calling out the judge you know i get why it happens and i get like why someone might do it or whatever but then at the same time it's kind of like does that really prove anything or that they were wrong or something like that like it might kind of maybe it does maybe it doesn't but you know Uh, i don't think it does it doesn't prove anything yeah, it like you. That, um, and this is some people are gonna be mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> it proves that whatever issues you have with your parents needs to be solved in a physical manifestation. Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. that's mom and dad judging you. <laughs> so I'm in a way, some it's psychology that. here now. <laughs> oh no, man, I think about it all the time. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Born of trauma. Hmm. We could look at the OGs right now <laughs> and we could say it's full of trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So it's like some guns blazing, uber masculinity happening. And I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing is, does it take away that person's knowledge? Because mm. Renegade does do his homework. He yeah. has trained world champions. Yeah, yeah. Or at least touched them. And at least put his, because he knows he doesn't know, maybe he's not physically able to do it, but he knows yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what makes me different from Renegade too, because I'm more like, well, let me show you how to do it too. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. don't know how to do it, you'll see me try to do it. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why I work out so much. That's one of the reasons why. And guess what? No one questions me as much. And it's fucked up, because maybe Renegade knows more if he's older than mm-hmm. But it's fucked up. No one questioned me as much as they question Renegade because mm-hmm. of the fact. And I had a conversation with Renegade too. He's like, "What's it going to take?" I go, "You doing an air flare in your showcase?" He's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty I go, much." Yeah, I think. everyone's going to take you serious. We're always like, "Why is that?" Because we're still animals, man. Yeah. Breaking is visceral. Like I said, it's uber masculine. Mm-hmm. There's nothing politically correct in our DNA. We used to hunt for thousands of years for food. We have in our DNA, we dominate other cultures. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
doesn't matter. If I think you're weaker, I'm going to pick that. Everyone's like, that's evil. No, it's in our DNA. That's our animalistic behavior. And what do you think we're doing in this dance form? Mm. We're expressing it. We're manifesting it into this play. <laughs> so that way we don't actually really murder people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like we're doing social hierarchy and, and, yeah. and that kind of thing. And Yeah, I mean, think about it. And I, it took a while for me to figure this out because it was kind of like, that guy's front. That guy's a fucking nerd. Why the fuck is he throwing a cock in my face? And, and you know, just trying to be hard when I know I could, like, he could be, like, three foot tall and still, like, the bravado of someone that's, like, six foot and trying to mess me up. And he knows I can't. If we stop dancing right now, that guy knows I can fuck him up. That guy knows I can beat him up. He knows it. But he's still, I got to do it. I got to put this cock in your face. I got to fucking bow you and destroy you. And then, oh, and then shake your hand. Oh, what do I do? Why? Because it's in his DNA. Think about how much time that dirty Asian, let's say it's a dirty Asian kid that never talked to any women and always got picked up in his, picked on in his life. That's his only space to feel safe to do that. Yeah. Because it needs to be manifested because it's stored up. Mm. All that time he bullied and all that time, oh, you're nobody and no one, t no girls like you. And, you know, your lunch money is being stolen or you're cyber bullied now. I don't know, whatever it is. It's like, it's not going to, you're not going to be politically correct. You're not going to be thinking. You're not, you're going to be just that animal's going to like, I need to be expressed. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing. What we're talking about, you know, when when you mix, I, I I'm really into this right now. It's like the animal. We all have animal instincts, and we have trauma. You mix those two together, that's when it's bad. Hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so partially, what Jethro did was that animal instinct, right? And maybe the trauma is like judges always screwed him. Hmm. You add that together, I gotta act. <laughs> no, this ain't right. Yeah, I mean, and there's multiple factors if you think about it. He's in his home city. He can't look stupid in his home city. Oh, I'm watching El Nino. That wasn't flying to me. That's when it comes to personal, uh, personal choice and dancing. Like, man, I lit it up. I was dancing. I was like, that's how it's supposed to be. But you're being judged. It's yeah. not about what you think it's supposed to be. It's what yeah. they think it's supposed to be. And then that's why it's like after I, I don't take it personally because like, let's say it's like pocket judging me. If I'm going against an equal skill level guy that does mostly power, I'm probably going to lose. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know, we're really close. Then it's going to come down to style preference. Mm -hmm. But I'll be like, yo, I lit it. And it's in my home. It's in my hood. And everyone's cheering for me. I still might lose. And that's just the gamble. And that's why I could not call out. That's why I'll, I'll like stay calm and not call the judges because like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, th this is something that I thought about a lot too with like just the ego, ego in the sense of like your, the idea of like how you view yourself and, and what you think of yourself and that kind of thing. And not, not like, oh, he's got a big ego and he's, you know, he right. thinks yeah. he's whatever. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. But yeah. Yeah. Like, and especially when you're younger, like you don't even maybe realize that that's like playing in no. and the culture is built off of this kind yes. of mentality. Yeah. And so like just I mean, maybe you feel this way, too, but just like yeah. being older and just 
getting older and just kind of you take a step back and you're like man some of this stuff just doesn't really matter like it's not that important yeah, and like sure. you know the stuff with like j judges and like oh this they said i lost this battle because xyz and like yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like that's what they thought and you have yeah. your own opinions and your own way yeah. that you want to dance and this kind of thing. And like, if your only validation is coming from what these judges think, like, yeah, yeah you're going to have a bad time. Like, yeah. That can be part of it. And like, like you said, competitions yeah. are fun and they serve their purpose and they, it's a great way to get people to like, uh, push themselves and push their physicality, push their creativity, push like all kinds of things. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think it should be the only option for people. And it isn't. It's just the main one that people get exposed and to all the time. And we don't, we're not even aware of that. Like what we're talking, talking about that animal in us. We're not even aware yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, we're not even aware of that. We just like, you know, being older, I see it reflect back now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I go, oh, oh shit, that was the animal when I acted like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, or that was trauma when I acted like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you got to be aware. These kids aren't aware. They're just like, yo, I want to dance. And then, yeah, it's kind of like the uber masculine mm -hmm. culture of mm -hmm. just, you know, you got to dominate. You know, everyone was like, I remember one guy was like, man, why do they, why do they um, give you the cock and breaking? That's just gay. Man, what is everyone's mm -hmm. gay? Well, in prison, they rape each other. <laughs> it's not, it's gay in the sense of, yeah, if you're a man with a man, that's a homosexual act. But it's an act of violence. That's why rape is violence. It's about like domination. domination. Yeah, yeah. So they rape half, more than half of the reasons for dominance. Mm. Dogs do it to each other. Yeah. Dogs will sit on each, a cat's face like I'm the fucking dog. I'm the alpha male here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dogs only obey us because we're the alpha male. Because yeah. you won't eat if you. And that's what <laughs> we listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, we're, but we're enlightened society. It's like, no, we're not. We're fucking savages. Yeah, yeah. Breaking is a manifestation of how we're savage still. But the thing is, is that we're trying to create a healthy space to be a savage. Like, yeah, that's like act, like out, you, act out the savagery. You know yeah. what I mean? But, it's like you said, you know, that's in us. All this stuff is in us. We just gotta find like healthy ways to man yeah. to to get it out. Yeah, and that's one thing we have to address before. And I think that's just what's going on in culture right now. And just like you know, from the Me Too movement, from all this like instead of shunning everything, of course accountability but understand that we are savages because like no matter what you're going to act up on that depending on the trauma your yeah. animal come out depending on the trauma mm. you know what i mean because you say that what's going on with um all the asian asian elderly being attacked it's that mm. same thing it's that same and it's like why is it mostly right now african-american males attack the elderly agent asians well because the police are being the up being them up and they feel like they don't have anything going on Who's the most likely victim? You think it's gonna be an elderly black lady that's gonna scream at you or elderly white woman's like, he did this, he did this, mm -hmm. and be a Karen? Or is it gonna be the Asian that just like takes the hit, stands back up and walks away? No screaming. <laughs> no complaining. Mm -hmm. If I was if I was a guy that was trauma filled and wanted to abuse somebody, it's not gonna be the big guy that could fuck me up. 
it's going to be the per the, the person that's going to make the least you know noise or reaction mm. and because of age and culture mm. is why it's like okay always be humble keep your head down for especially if you're older they're going to leave me don't make a big fuss and don't make a big fuss all that you still got to show face there's all all these things that's kind of like you know that Mm. why it will happen so it always goes back to the psychology of dominance Mm. even though it's like we're trying to correct that good luck thousands of years in our dna (laughs) like okay or or even just things like like us and them like yeah inside group outside group that kind of thing yeah tribalism is in our dna yeah so well it's like that's why that's why things like say you know back in the day it was organized religion and that's what allowed larger groups of people to feel connected as one thing and then it was like you know the nation state it's like oh we're we are Canadians, so we're all bonded. Or we're Americans, so we're all bonded. And then it's like, well, I we're mean, Europeans, and we're all bonded in that I sense. Mean, East Coast, West Coast rap wars, power move guys versus footwork yeah. guys, yeah. cypher b-boys versus competition b-boys, abstract b-boys. Like, yeah, it yeah. will go on until we like somehow get enlightened of it. But it will go on. This dichotomy will go on. And I talked about mm-hmm. this four years ago. It's the same shit. I hear it's like cycled the same shit. It used yeah. to be West Coast versus East Coast. Then it was power movers versus forward guys. Then it was cypher guys versus competition guys. Then like it's gonna just keep going. Then it's like B boys versus B girls. <laughs> and like it's just in our nature to just oppose something too and feel and be good with our tribe. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's hard. It's hard to kind of like that's why for me it's like I always have to for me, my practice is questioning even my reactions to everything. Mm. Where is this coming from? Like, if I react, I, I hold on, wait, where is this mm-hmm. coming from? Mm-hmm. Is it genetic? Is it nature or nurture? Mm. And then it's like, then it's like, okay, should I react? How we react calmly or not, or like in the moment? And that's a practice that shit. I don't know a lot of people that, that practice that. Especially if you're a B-boy when you're rewarded on attacking someone. And just acting on instinct and emotion. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. rewarded. The endorphins come, and you know what I mean. Like the dopamine comes. Like, I guess this is right. I should yeah. even those like the other guys. Like you're disrespectful. You think like it's just like WWE. Here comes George Animal Steel. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> he's rewarded for being obnoxious, man. So it's kind of yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I gonna say you're wrong? I'll be like. In that situation, no, because that's just entertaining as fuck. But if I was the guy getting hit with the chair and it was real life, then yeah, that sucks. Like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I think that's just something that I hopefully out of all this, like that, that's something that comes up as something that people should explore is like, I mean, more... I'm going to keep, yeah, I'm going to keep preaching it. That's for sure. It's just yeah. awareness of who you are. I'm yeah. really into psychology. Like, you know, you know, like, it's like, if I'm into like breaking down footwork, you don't think I'm into breaking down the human, you know, intellect. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Here, like yeah. I wonder why I want, you know what I mean? Like why I'm cerebral with footwork and why that maybe the pocket stuff doesn't talk to me as much. And then I go, okay, that was just an opinion based on my history of trauma or preference 
So, okay, let me let that go and see what Puckett does. And I can really look at, wow, that shit's actually really amazing. That's yeah. very difficultly, physically difficult. Mm. But then, but then still hold on to like what I feel of value without the tribalism DNA going, that shit sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just, I can appreciate that, but it doesn't talk to me as much as this does because yeah. of my path or whatever. Yeah. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Not a lot of people, not a lot, I don't know a lot of b-boys that talk like this. You know what I mean? It's a rare. Like they just say, that's just raw. That's just raw B. Like, okay. You know, I do know what they mean, but it's like, okay, but why do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be like that. Just know, okay, b-boys and b-girls, just know every time I have a conversation, I'm already I, I'm already trying to figure you out by <laughs> how you talk to me. I already try to I'm trying to figure you out to speak your language. And understand you, but notice, but know that I will. And this is, you know, I'll say this online. I will always ask, and this is the trick. You know, how's your mom and dad? If I start hearing some crazy shit, then I'm gonna start. I'll be honest with you. In my back of my mind, I'm judging you. I'm going, oh, okay, extroverted, introverted. Okay, oh, you there. Okay, can I trust this person? How much can I open up to this person? I'll be honest with you, and I'm good at it. Mm. That's what makes me. <laughs> that's what makes me a little bit different. I'm good at it. I'm good at reading people. You yeah. know what I mean. So, then from according to the data that I, that I, I, I take, then I, then that will, that will dictate my reaction to whatever is going on in the situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Just like a cipher. You know, I won't just do flares. If there's a top rock cipher, I'm like, yeah, flares. No, reading the cipher. I'm reading yeah. the people in it, yeah, watching. Yeah. Should I jump in or should I not? You know, what I mean, are they doing top rock? Are they doing full work? Then, if they, if, if it's according to the conversation and the context of the conversation in the cipher, then I'll stay or leave, yeah. or participate or watch. You know, and that's like, that's something that, you know, I think the best way to sum up all of that is just like awareness and one hundred. That's the you know, number like, one thing I think is a tool for everyone. Yeah. It's awareness. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do, whatever avenue you're going into, like if you have doesn't awareness. matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Awareness is the best tool you have. Because mm-hmm. even if you don't act on a certain practice, if you're aware of not practicing it is part of your practice of getting better. Mm-hmm. Because you're aware of it. If you're not aware of it, I just do what I want. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. never know, right? It's see what's wrong with these people, like and, and it's you. Like, yeah, oh, but yeah. that's punch everyone in the face just because. <laughs> like, that's like that comes back to say things like calling out the judges, right? And it's like, uh-huh. or you know, well, I'll get into this later. But you know, it's that kind of thing. Like you're some people. I'm not saying that the the rad guys thought this way. Maybe they were right, and maybe they did get robbed or whatever. But sometimes I've seen it in the past with other things where sometimes it's like, all right, that was really close battle, but this sort of like inflated impression of their own level or something like that. They feel like they got robbed and maybe there was like something that they didn't see that the judges saw, but they're just not even aware of that because they're so blinded by like whatever. Well, just where their, their mentality is at or whatever. Where they're. I mean, here's another factor. Who knows what happened the night before? Mm. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe, you know, this is the first time meeting one of the judges and just does one of the shoulders of them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or maybe, like yeah, or maybe like, 
who knows, maybe Pookie was like, before I was like, yeah, whack. We don't know. We just know that it ignited something. Mm. The decision ignited something, then it escalated. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of things that could be. There could be all could be these happening. factors that we don't know about. And right? I've seen it with other stuff too, where you get the full story later and you're like, oh, yeah. well, oh. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. didn't like, even oh. really have anything to do with dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> that, that, happen that for sure. comes out and it's for like, sure. well, these are according to the rules of like, you know, the code of just, you know, again, maybe it was taught that too. Like, yo, if you have anything to settle, just call them out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so there's a lot of factors, mm. but I will tell you, it is the dominance hierarchy for sure. That's definitely yeah. like what's you know, something to prove to myself and or to the trauma that my parents bestowed on me and or I was taught to like call out the judges. So there's like a lot of stuff that just boils up. You know what I mean? All right. So this is something maybe we can transition into because I did okay. want to ask you about this kind of thing with, say, you yeah. know, the trades and, and yeah. shows and you and Ark yeah. doing like commentary and things like that. Yeah. But it kind of relates to this like uh, social status kind of hierarchy okay. thing. Word. Um, this and dope. this is something that <laughs> that me and renegade no i like this yeah it's fun like i like these i think more of these need to happen but yeah, 100 uh you know like renegade talking about like people like building things instead of just like complaining about stuff or whatever like Word. yes you get a lot of people that uh especially like in older generations but it's not even restricted to that it could be something that you know, they got past trauma, they felt like they were wrong, they were overlooked right. or something like that. Right. And right. it's like looking for ways to pull this person down so that they can jump up. Yeah. And yes, and it's, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, what do they call them? Uh, zero sum games or positive sum games like, okay, zero sum game is like, in order for you to move up, someone else has to move down. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, they go down, you go up, right? The positive sum is like, say something like, for example, you know, people developing a solid judging system that that right. now you've got this good judging system, it elevates competitions, but then it also provides solid work for judges. And uh, because it's because it's like, I don't know, what's the word like standardized, right. Right. then yeah. you can you can have that go into something like say the Olympics. And then if that right. happens, maybe you have like leagues that pop up or whatever. Right. And like, right. Right. Uh, yeah. and then because it's be getting bigger, then that creates more jobs for people to right. do say commentary yeah. or analysis or, you know, because of that exists. And then people are on YouTube and they're like, okay, here I'm breaking down this wave, battle. Once the wave comes, all ships. Yeah, know, exactly. Right. Ships, yeah. 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 Wave so comes all ships. Yeah. So it's like no matter what boat you have, even if your boat's that big, once the wave comes, like, everything lifts. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah so it's it's that. So kind you're of saying thing. so like instead of uh kind of the high the hierarchy, like okay, this guy wins, I gotta stay here or else someone else has come in. I have to bring yeah, like, that guy to not get there. Like that's something that that's in us to do as humans. Yes. We've been doing that since yeah. like the dawn of time. <laughs> but we're talking about the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, you know I mean? but you know so getting into things like um you know expanding the possibilities of like what right. can we do with breaking yes you know yes and yeah. so these are the things that like 
we should be trying to like build up. And so I want to talk to you a bit about like some of the things that you've done, um, well, like the trades. Always, yeah, the, the trades, trades was and like, you know. especially uh, it was you and Ark doing like kind of hosting uh, the live stream of yeah, I think too. it was like Massive yeah. Monkey and a few other yeah. jams. Uh, the Silverback Opens. We did one Silverback <clears> Open. <throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a undisputed uh, world final. We've done a massive monkeys, and that came from the trades. The trades came from when me and my brother did the epicenter, and that was like nine years ago now. Mm-hmm. So we were the kind of like the first ones to do kind of like this whole commentary thing mm-hmm. and and like podcast or show. Mm-hmm. And um, that came from a producer that knew us and was like, "Hey, it would be dope if you guys did this." Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, dope." And then. Me and my brother went different because he liked more the comedy aspect and show aspect. I was more serious about the analytics mm-hmm. and actual breaking because mm-hmm. I have your, I break. So that's why, you know, I'm a super nerd about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I got like an encyclopedia in my head as far as like history, mm-hmm. nothing written down. So it was like, it just spoke, to, that spoke, spoke more to me. So it wasn't more, it wasn't really intentional of like, let's do something different. It was just like, let's do it. Then I started to realize, oh, this, there's nothing out there like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then um, I want, and then the trades came around because we stopped that for a while and uh, Epicenter for a while. Trades came about because I remember everyone was talking about Pac Pac on Facebook. And they're just mm-hmm. like, you know, there's just this fuck that guy or that guy's dope or stance. Why do they feature that guy? And uh, the thing is, problem like everyone's realizing now, but I realized four years ago is like when you're reading text, you don't know if how that person's presenting himself typing. Mm. He might be just joking. He mm. might be, you know, an emoji yeah. can only say so much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to translate. Like, yes. there's a Text. lot of, um, what is it like, meaning and emotion that comes from, yeah. say, body language or, or just yes. non-verbal, non-visual, yes. like non-word yes. kind of whatever. So that's what started the trades. It was like, I'm going to talk about it. That way you could see my face, you could hear my cadence, you know, you could see my body language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the time I'm pretty objective of stuff. I do have a preference, but when it comes to sharing stuff, I try to be as objective as I can, which makes like, say, like spin theory, Smurf thing, subjective. It's just, you're watching Smurf be a character, yeah, being the Smurf character persona, just judging shit. That's why you watch it. Mm-hmm. you're not you're not really listening to like the analytics you're just like that's dope oh that was that was nasty mm-hmm. like i'm more like why is that nasty yeah, yeah, yeah like or is that is like let's say a stripes stripes is doing something super technical but then the guys in philly don't understand them because he, he doesn't dance as much so it's just like well in florida they do this so i'll give the background why he does his preference so that way i make everyone understand versus mm-hmm. just like that was dope and just give like what I like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's more like you choose, but I'm going to give you all the information, present it objectively. And then you guys do. And that's, it's like what news is supposed to be like objective. <laughs> like I try to do that. You know what I mean? Like I save my editorials for later, you know, mm-hmm. that news now is all editorials before it was like objective. Mm-hmm. So I try to give an objective thing on breaking. Even if I don't like this, the guy say, I don't like this B boy or B girl. I think the moves are whack. I try to find value in the moves, be objective about it. Here you go. You decide what you want. 
mm-hmm. what you like. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you the stats, you know, play by play of why this judge, judge why I think this judge does that. Because that's part of the commentary was like, what is the judge's thinking? What's mm-hmm. his background? Yeah, as yeah, much yeah. as the competitor. So that mm-hmm. way, the more the more you uh, the audience sees that, the more they understand the craft too mm-hmm. and perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that was just a lane created from just because it wasn't there. It was kind of like that was obvious. There's yeah. no one being objective right now, because in yeah. breaking, you're not really taught to be objective. You're taught to stand your ground no matter what, mm-hmm. which is dominance hierarchy behavior of just, you know, just this is you, you don't back down. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not backing down. I'm just presenting this objectivity. You do what you want with it. Yeah, you know and I mean? a bit of that ego too, you know. Yeah, one hundred. I, I can't look foolish. I can't be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100 and it's just like you're taught like that like again because it's, it's feeding a safe place to be uber masculine to show that masculinity because mm-hmm. we're, we're getting very we're getting fewer and fewer spaces to do it because you know cancel culture but for certain reasons there should be <laughs> like, yeah. there are reasons right now or it should be but some not you know it depends you know what i mean well it's just but i think like you yeah, said finding finding a, a good way of of expressing it yeah and you know, so th- there was that. Then I started seeing, and this, it took me Silverback Open 2015 to see this. And this is where a lot of OGs are going to be mad at me. And when I say OGs, I'm saying the guys a little bit younger, the guys that just hit 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The guys that hit 42, 41, 42, talking to those guys. I'm talking about the VHS era guys, where it's like, the VHS era guys, we could say, is where Jesse Germs learned, which is call out the judges, right? Because that's when, you know, people that are born in 77, that's when they shine versus the guys in 75 with like, we didn't grow up with competition. Guys from 77, 78, see, I get really exact about this. You know, they, they start doing the radio trons, you know what I mean? They're the ones that did the radio trons and the battle of the years and the, and the, and the, um, and the freestyle sessions. Um, I started to notice that, you know, it was built on, you know, you would get your shine, your props from competition, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, this is the whole keep your shit secret. Don't show, any, show anybody your, your, all your cards, you know, because you never know they're going to battle you and you don't want to reveal. And it's true. Mm-hmm. There are parts of that that are true. But it made more sense in 96, 97 when there was only five jabs a year. <laughs> yeah and it took eight months before you got a vhs of a freestyle session <laughs> yeah maybe so if you were then, lucky <laughs> yeah so back then you could be in a garage and watch battle of your 97 watch stylements win study everything about stylements go to battle fly yourself out maybe or something like that and then you and then have moves that's more advanced than them on them and win. Because there's only 30 crews that entered down here. See what I'm saying? There's a different, there's a reason why you kept this secret, right? Now it's like, and this is how I just how I discovered this, man. I was judging when I was judging a I was a prelim judge with Renegade. He was right next. It was like 2015 uh silverback. And it was like 900 
<laughs> well, there was seven. There were seven hundred entries for the one on one, right? Three ciphers, five judges in each cipher. Jeez. So I'm gonna just mix it up. I, the last, the very last one was uh, I judge Cuban judge was 2018. There was nine hundred. So just to make it numbers even, so each cipher had three hundred people. And we're only supposed to pick 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let's just say, numbers wise, that guy's a seven. Let's say everyone's a seven. Everyone didn't do, everyone's average that day. But here comes skill methods. They did average, but skill methods. Or Kid David. Ah, he didn't do so good. He did as good as everyone else. Oh, Kid David. Yeah. Yeah. That made me realize that, and people are like that's favoritism. It's because he's famous. No, because he's visible. Because mm. on my feed, I just saw him last week. Yeah. On my feed, I saw him on stamps. Mm. So, when everyone's at the same skill level, because let's be honest, right now, bro, there are at least in an event like that, like yo, everyone has like. Decent footwork, maybe not the best. There's going to be some that are the best at footwork and best at top rock and best at power moves. There's a rarity when they're good at everything, but everyone's pretty good. Mm -hmm. How yeah. are you going to stick out? Yeah. Your social media, man. And I said this before to Nick, and then this is where like oh, this is where all the underground guys would be like, "Fuck that! That's that mainstream." I'll tell you this: no one's going to see if you if a tree fell in the forest and no one's there to hear it. Did it fall? That's what it is right now because there's so many people because it went from VHS tapes to DVDs to YouTube. Remember YouTube, I saw my battle last week to it's streaming. Then you got three different magazines. You got video magazines, you got B-Boy Network, you got Stance, you got World B-Boy Classic, you got Taiwan World B-Boy Classic, you got Pro Dance, you got all these, let alone Red Bull. The reason why they're getting on is because they're getting seen. And after, as a judge with 300 people, what do you think is going to stick out? I don't even yeah. know this guy's name. He might be dope, but maybe he was just a seven that day. Yeah. My brain is going to be like, uh, yeah. let me look at this list. All right. Kid David. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is one of the things that, again, you know, it. <laughs> the guy is around for a reason, like Renegade. He, we yeah. were talking about this exact kind of thing right. with like just the sheer numbers that come up in some of these things and how almost impossible it is to judge like completely objectively without bias right. in this kind of situation. Right. And it's like, you know, in that sort of situation, like what you really need, but this takes people putting in the work and sacrificing and building, uh, what do you call it? Like the, the foundation for these things to grow is like, yeah, like leagues basically. Yeah. And that helps. Yeah. And that like, helps. so, so it'd be like, you know, let's say there's a Vancouver league and then you take, you know, you have monthly battles or whatever you want to, they did it in Seattle for a while. Right. Um, right. Yeah. yeah where it was yeah. like every month people would battle and you do round robins and stuff. It's like, a, okay, you well, know, yeah. whatever you, and you win, you get this many points. And then at the end you have a playoffs and then the yeah. top, 
you do right. then you do a tournament and then the top team or yeah. whatever you however you want to decide it they get flown out and maybe hopefully you have an agreement with that yeah. bigger event and be like right. okay our winner is going to get like a seed right. into right. the top 16 placement yes. you can still have this ridiculous open prelim and whatever but right. like at least these people have like proved that they're at a certain level right that kind of yeah. thing and like i yeah. guess you know it's the kind of thing with say like red bull too and and there was a time there was a sort of controversy local controversy that happened in vancouver when there was like a red bull it was it wasn't an official red bull thing but it was like there was a qualifier <laughs> this is so stupid it was like a red bull qualifier for the, the qualifier the qualifier <laughs> in the u.s and then vancouver had because they were they had a connection with the promoter of that qualifier yeah. so it was like okay well here we're gonna have a a thing for to qualify for the qual qualifier yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a yeah. qualifier for the qualifier yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Thing, like people yeah. people got pissed because the way that it was done was like they just picked who who were the the like favorites at that the, time whatever the most des favorites. deserving yeah. whatever but yeah. like you know there's going to be times where it's like oh this person should have got picked this person got yeah. should have got picked and that's and that's where it's like visibility because maybe it's part of his visibility yeah yeah part of his because vis a, a promoter can only do so much if yeah, he has exactly. his hand and everything else now if he's someone like me i'm going to do my research before i make my decision you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah and then i'm going to try and then you set a criteria too because maybe they have the skills that, and okay, I'll take just to go back to the whole Nico Spins thing or Nico Castro. So, for instance, he did um, this was 2018 when he started doing the breaking. He would post breaking every day on his, his social media, his Instagram, and it made him big. But the fact that it had made him big in that way, he became visible. Because before I, I watched this kid come up, and I remember when he wouldn't get past prelims. But because mm -hmm. of his, his ability, yeah, yeah, yeah. he started getting past prelims. Mm -hmm. The problem was he didn't have the experience because a lot of it was in his living room or whatever or not. Mm -hmm. He didn't have experience, so he would lose. Mm -hmm. But because he got his foot in through social media, yeah, he yeah. gained the experience because he was getting past prelims now. Versus yeah. before, just like a, amongst many other B-boys and B-girls, they won't get past because even though they're experiencing, they're not their visibility is not big, especially on something grand scale now we could talk about the littler jams that they build up and beat the local kids and then they become these local local dudes organically but still against a fucking you know red bull bc1 all-stars it's going to be a landslide still so there does have to be this level of mm -hmm. local to state to you know regional to country like it does help because then you're not just forced in and like you're, you're okay now you got battle meno like when you're not even experienced battling anyone close to that you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like and don't, don't get me wrong there is such thing as you know a rocky balboa moment where you get your shot and like you know like who did that even though like look even um who was the well, guy a few years ago wasn't like kuzia uh, like that or whatever his name is yeah kuzia no the other guy uh he's in dynamic rockers too but he's from Kazakhstan. 
in the India final. He did the he did the uh, lotus pose and all the oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 or or him too. I that like guy. That. So, but the thing is, at the same time, he's been on that Red Bull stage at least once prior mm. to that. So he's not. It wasn't totally foreign to him. Yeah, it was yeah. just that was his moment. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like everyone, and then most b boys would go like this. Oh, it's favoritism. Oh, it's because of this. Like, no, you dumb fucks. Like, you're just looking from trauma. You're looking at through trauma and how it should be. You're looking through your narcissism because mm-hmm. there is such thing as underground narcissism. Oh yeah, I found that. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, you know, it, only if they see me they would know. <laughs> and it's like, well, well, why aren't you there, a... then, buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you there, buddy? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you know, I'm trying to, like, and my whole thing is, like, on the ment- like the mental health issue and emotional health issue, I try to be make people aware of that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, man, there's the, like, yeah, there's, let's not go underground versus mainstream. Let's just go with popular and not popular. Yeah. That's more of a solid thing. Because if it's, like, you could care not to be popular and love your skill set. Or you can love your skill set and still be popular. Yeah, it's just the two the two different differentiations is how much work are you going to do on your marketing, mm-hmm. and how much you're not. Yeah, that's like, the only thing. This comes back again to like these certain things that are just in our DNA, and one of them is to like look for what is what's the word like we tend to blame the outside rather than yes. ourselves first yes. and that's like everyone yes. does that no yes. one is immune yes. to that and so like and that comes back to like you know calling out the judges because they're <laughs> wrong and it's not anything yeah. that i did i right you know it takes a lot to be like to humble yourself down and yeah. be like okay well maybe there there's something that they're seeing that, that i'm not see. what yeah. am, what is what could that yeah. be yeah and you look and that's at, where it's like that's where you could get better yeah you could yeah. maybe disagree or agree but yeah, that's yeah. where i could get better that's your yeah. opportunity and that's more of like a self-reflective thing yeah you know? and it's the biggest thing in breaking like or not any like with anything not just breaking like yeah, you want to yeah, get yeah. better at anything it's like you yeah. can't have this ego of like i should be here it's like well you're not so get there and like yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and how do you do that it's like you make yourself you look at what your your good points are and keep doing that and look at yeah. what your bad points are and improve on them and make them better yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Or and this is what we're going to talk. You create your own. Or you create your own avenue, right? You yeah. Create your own. Yeah. And exactly. that's one thing like um, you know, for instance, Squid, he uh he's not for or against Olympics, but just doesn't speak to him. Because he knows because of the judging standard, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be breaking in his taste won't be the thing that he's looking that he prefers Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna make my own thing called the underground king where i pick the kids that i like and they're gonna battle they're gonna do their thing Mm -hmm. and then that's my shit yeah it speaks to my audience yeah they can have their audience it's cool it speaks to my audience so he creates something and there's a lot of stuff he's doing now I talked to him recently. He's doing a lot of crazy dope shit because just because he was like, well, that's that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create something for me, what mm-hmm. I like, what I prefer. Mex did it. He did it with Outbreak. Yeah. Like he created Amgen something that. did it with like uh, Circle Kings. Yeah, and... exactly. Circle Kings. Or like, Cy- what is that? Cypher Addicts and J Cypher Addicts. And... Yeah. That, and see, skills. it's as simple as that. 
it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's simple to, well, first of all, you got to get, well, this is the part that's not simple. You got to get over yourself. Mm. That's one. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, like, like that shit's whack. It's like, no, it doesn't speak to you. So what are you going to do about it? Then the work. <clears throat> Everything else is work. That's a big one. Your, mark, your, your organization of it, getting people together, getting your judges, like getting your budget. Like, yeah. it has work. Yeah. But you are creating something. And I'll guarantee you will be less bitching because you'll be too busy working on making your shit dope. Yeah. And, and that's like again, fulfilling in its own way, too. Yes. And you're feeding the culture anyway because you're yeah. offering something different. Yeah. Which is dope. You're offer, you're giving variety. Mm -hmm. That way you're not you're you're being you're you're creating the the answer to what you call the problem. Mm -hmm. And then who benefits? You benefit, but we all benefit. Cause then your brand is gonna be dope. You know what I mean? Because not everyone's gonna be a tribe called quest fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like not everyone's gonna be a Chris Brown fan, or not everyone's gonna be a Lil Yachty fan. Let them have their links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And some people like it all. So that's dope because they're going to keep feeding the machine that you created, mm -hmm. which is a vision that you saw. Mm -hmm. So that's the answer versus like, well, fuck that. No one wants to hire me. Well, fucking create the opportunity. Mm -hmm. That way you don't, you don't have to worry about anyone hiring you. You hire yourself. Yeah, you exactly. Yourself. Yeah. But then it does take that self-awareness to kind of go, all right, am I going the direction I want to? How come people aren't coming if that is the goal? So that takes the self-awareness of creating it too. Like what's your direction after that? Yeah. But, but like the that first self thing is, yeah. yeah. The first thing is if there's a need that I have personally that I don't mm. see there, then I might as well create it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, after chances, that, it's yeah, go ahead. Chances are there's like someone else who's feeling that too. Yeah. And then let's say you like someone else didn't do it you didn't do it first well then you get to talk to the guy that did it and then you could share your ideas maybe you know what i mean maybe it does work or maybe you just say well that guy's not good i want to see this and yeah. make it better this is and even that competition between whatever the disagreement if it's nice like let's say it's like civil you're just gonna make it better anyway like that's how styles come out you know what i mean this is Great. this is like human nature like <laughs> yeah. i was just thinking yeah. about like why i i was like thinking about this last year yeah. and just like one of the things that makes us so successful as like a species it's just our ability to be adaptable and like right. and our and our creativity like right. you know there's some problem like hey we come from say like like uh like our our species comes from like a hot environment maybe it's like grassland right. desert yeah, 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 whatever yeah. right that kind of thing and then like oh shit well we got to move forever whatever reason and we're moving yeah, into yeah. the it's get, starting to get pretty cold and like oh shit right. there's an ice age now like, right, what right. do you do to adapt like people live yeah. there there's people who live like in every single part of the right. the world right. and they've adapted yeah. to that and it's like why did they adapt to that because we have this brain that allows us to right. look at a problem and be like well that worked here but this is a different environment so i got to change things and what can i do to make it better and so, like with yeah. things like competitions or or events or whatever it's like you know create the thing that you don't that you feel is missing or look at something like someone else's event like our event uh like floor horseman in vancouver spawned right. out of like this need that we we felt was missing in 
in Vancouver, right. like all everything was competition. So we wanted right. to bring some kind of party, but then like right. we looked at stuff that was like, um, like cipher addicts, and we liked that. We liked elements of that. And we took pieces of that, and then there was right. like right. stuff from who can roast the most with these like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh exhibition battles and sometimes yeah, like yeah. they would put some of that drama in and then we yeah. pulled in like our pro wrestling influence and just made it more <laughs> theatrical and stuff like yeah, that so yeah. it's like yeah yeah you know you're you're taking these these ideas and then innovating on them and trying to do these new things and trying to do something different try what can you do to like set yourself apart make yourself yeah, yeah. unique and yeah. but also meet the demand of the people that or whatever yeah. And see, that's where it's like, that's where trauma, this is what I'm saying, the trauma and the animal is not a good mix. Yeah. There's two things, like, there's two things, and I always go like, there's always two things, because to me, there is such thing as infinite possibilities and infinite probabilities in theory, but in real time, it's always binary. Hmm. So yeah, there's... In theory, there's all this infinity. It's true. I do believe it. Mm -hmm. But in real third dimensional reality, it's binary. You work with yes or no until you make it yes. <laughs> it's work from there on, right? You have yeah. to prove the theory yeah, versus yeah, yeah. it being like, okay, like, yeah, would it be great? Yeah, it would be great. But you know what I mean? Well, it's like over a long enough period of time, it's infinite. Yeah, yeah. Depending how how short or whatever, yeah, how are you exactly. measuring the time? And, yeah. and it, it might take a while. I don't know, but the mm -hmm. work, the binary is the work. It's yes mm -hmm. or no. The binary. Yeah, yeah just and do when it. <laughs> I, Yeah, when I when I talk about that with the trauma that people feel, they don't see. They think of the infinite, and oh, here's a one word. So the trauma, it, the trauma is binary too it'll either keep you down or you will transcend it. Hmm. That's what trauma does. You can either it'll keep you down or transcend it. For most of the people you see that's complaining, it's keeping them down. They hmm. haven't transcended. They haven't healed that trauma to go to the next level. And hmm. that's why no one thinks that what we're talking about. That hmm. trauma, whatever it is, the trauma could be really deep. Or it could be as simple as like, that's not how breaking is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i mean or yeah. you know i was always told because it's almost like you know like back then in the music industry you had to go to an a &R, he finds you and then he shapes your career and your sound or whatever and your and your your image and then a lot of people call that selling out like oh you used to be this underground dude whatever spitting hot bars and now you're just doing you know music for 12 year old girls mm. right that's then now you're your own a or r you're your own like there's no reason why you can't create it mm. the only thing stopping you is yeah you might not win a freestyle session you might mm. not win a red bull yeah that's true who said you can't create something as dope mm. or fuck all that because to me as b-boys and b-girls we're closer to musical artists Honestly, I feel like we're closer than music artists because it's like, yeah, when you join the Olympics, yes, it's a sport when you join the Olympics. But what 808 did, they did they did the crew video contest. That was dope. No one has done it. 
because mm. everyone has the online battles. Like, no, make a produce. Like, that's like producing a song with your crew. Like, <laughs> but you're making a video essay about your crew. Yeah. No one has done that. They've now everyone's probably going to be like, hey, we're going to do this now. I won't be surprised if there's two other crews that, hey, we're having a video contest where, with your crew or yourself or something like that. Because now we're now we're tapping into the art. Now it's, the competition is just kind of like, this looks the prettiest. You know what I mean? Like maybe, yeah, yeah. and then some people were like, ah, oh, the breaking that crew, the breaking sucked. But then their video production was dope. Well, then go make it something where it's just like just raw underground dirty footage, put it together. Fuck it, there's that competition. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna fulfill a certain need. So that's what I'm saying. It's like there are multiple ways. You just you just gotta get. Be aware, okay, aware. This is the steps, guys. Awareness first, because you gotta be aware if you you've been traumatized or not. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be aware if you're traumatized or not. You gotta aware your skill set, where you stand in your skill set. Mm-hmm. Aware of the people around you if they're holding you down and keeping you down, or you're keeping yourself down, mm-hmm. and then work. But yeah. see, it's easier to be like it's that guy's. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. It's easier to go, that's it's like this judge yeah. did this or this guy did this. That's way easier. Then mm-hmm. fuck. Oh, I'm an asshole and I actually provoked it. Wait a second. Did you <laughs> the girlfriend last night? What's a bad idea? Like <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, but no one wants to ask those questions, man. Yeah. No one wants, no one wants, to, wants to ask those questions or heal from it. You know what I'm saying? It's... So it's kind of like long-term goals versus short or long-term gains versus short-term gains kind of vision uh yeah short-term games react uh triggered by trauma yeah with the quick fix of like if i punch this guy in the face that's gonna feel good or if i just say something it's gonna make me better versus like okay well this shit sucks i'm in this place but what can i do to create something dope or you know, make a move or react in a way where it'll benefit me versus just getting my ego filled or my my sense of smallness and to to force being seen. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like if you could be doubt uh doused about it, like the Tao philosophy of just like letting it happen organically, which we all want. Yeah. It can happen, but it is the steps of that's painful of like let me practice this. And sometimes practice doesn't feel organic. Sometimes it feels forced. Isn't like uh Taoist philosophy also kind of like, you know, we talked about it a bit of like, it's this or that, this kind of thing, yeah. like footwork or power. And like Taoist yeah. philosophy is kind of like, well, it's that and that and everything. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's not one or the other. It's yeah. them together it, all it, at it, once. It, it, it will eventually become like, you know, they say like, you know, and like Kung Fu is like the soft styles eventually be, become hard and the hard styles eventually become soft. Yeah. So yeah. it's very true. Yeah, That's what I'm like, saying. It's binary, but it's not because it's just more in the moment. Can you catch what you're supposed to be? Yeah. That's the, that's the key. Again, it comes to awareness. In the yeah. moment, am I supposed to flow with the river or am I supposed to go against it? Mm-hmm. And the like, Taoist is like, you know, the closest to like divinity, like, Am I so in touch? Do I know to be the rock or be the water? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're just a rock, because that's your natural reaction, you're gonna be a rock to everything. You're gonna get fucked. Yeah. Or if yeah. you're gonna just be water and be passive about everything, you're gonna be fucked. It's yeah. being aware of where you stand and what can I do and yeah. apply leverage 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's or not. Like, it's the kind of thing too that like that answer is never gonna come overnight or in no. a day or whatever. No. And it's like you learn that no. kind of stuff through experience and through like past this is like I don't know, thinking about this kind of stuff and like being being present and what does that even mean? And it's like, you know, part of it is like you have all this experience to draw from. So you know, like, oh, hey, I remember in this situation when this came up, like this didn't work or this worked really well. And but like then also kind of having some foresight into the the future of like, you know, and so we can take a maybe this is an example that everyone can relate to is like breaking and freestyle and stuff like that. It's like exactly if you're, I was too, about to say that. if you're too if you're too like free and just like yeah, just do whatever, and you have nothing that you're building off of, like you just kind of in this weird like chaotic kind of thing then yeah. it's just like you're just doing stuff and maybe some of it yeah. might look good maybe yeah. but you need but a bit of that like do you need a bit of that uh, yeah, yeah. is rare yeah it's yeah gonna be hit or miss. yeah while so you, the other side of it yeah, is yeah. if you feel so hard but you look like a robot yeah exactly right planned out exactly but you'll so never yeah, you'll never get that that beautiful kind of freestyle unless you've kind right. of done both yes, and experienced both and it's the kind of thing too with like well yeah the, uh, the guy called out the judge and he has he he's going through that phase of like experience these raw kind of emotions and doing things just based on like I feel it so I'm gonna do it and you need that and then maybe later on they'll have some times where it's like oh let's kind of look back and and oh, maybe we were too uh, whatever like yeah. yeah we didn't think it through maybe right, right? Yeah. or maybe that was the right yeah. decision but they like they yeah. take the time to analyze right. it and look at it and whatever, see that's right? why i'm not i'm not against what jethro did i'm yeah. just looking at the situation yeah i'm just looking at myself like what would i do i wouldn't do that but if it happened to me am i ready yes because i know how this game works i know yeah. it's driven through this uber masculine dominance mm -hmm. hierarchy i understand yeah. it i'm not yeah. against it I'll be against it once it gets like really bad, like racist or things that cross the total line. Or like physical violence or things like that. Yes, yeah, something like that, but it won't. Because yeah. like the end of the day, let's say I don't want to bow, I'll just say, hey, catch me later, I'm tired. Like, dude, I'm old. Like, I'll just use that. Bro, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let me warm up, please. Yeah. You, know, you gotta understand. You are yeah. not worth me not breaking for the rest of my life right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, I think that's another and thing too. You better too. understand that, and yeah. I don't give a fuck what anyone says out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't but care that's... what. Then I'll go on the mic. Hey, then then maybe I'll force you. Hey, I'm on the mic. I I'll call me out after. Let me warm up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ruining the show. <laughs> I'm ruining the WWE moment right now, but. It's not worth my help right now. Yeah. It's as easy as that, which most B-boys can't do either. They yeah. don't know how to say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they have to always prove it to, to prove themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some, this is another thing that, that me and Renegade talked about is like, there's a lot of, like a lot of the stuff that this dance and culture is built off of is like kids kind of mentality. Yeah. And like, because it was invented by by kids and, yeah kids yeah right and like at a certain point you got to be like all right yeah you know like i can't do that anymore like yeah you know i can't just 
go into a battle right away without doing anything like warm up or stretching like that. Because I remember like, I remember when I was younger and I would see things like, yo, I saw these guys and they were, they were like, they spent, they didn't cipher at all and they were just stretching and warming up. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of get that. Like they're not being raw, but also like they're kind of thinking long-term, like I don't want to get injured and I don't want to like, yeah. nah. do stuff or whatever. I have a story of my a friend. Um, this was nine years ago. And I remember I was at practices before I bowed Dromsky, like a few, like a month or two. And it was kind of like, you know, I hit some shit and I was done with practice. He's like, why are you just sitting there? Like, yo, I'm done with practice. There was like an hour left. Yeah. I said, just, no, don't practice. That's where now he, he hurt himself and he doesn't really break anymore. Mm. He's hurt his back. Mm-hmm. That's because of that mentality of pushing. Yeah. I don't believe in pushing anymore, even though it looks like it. Like, I look like this guy's every day fucking working out. I am working out every day. You're pushing something different. Yeah, I'm yeah. pushing it, but I'm not pushing to where I can't walk. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're maybe pushing your like discipline or, or yeah. something else like that. I'm not, I'm not going to injury. I'm chipping away. That's what mm-hmm. I call it. Yeah, yeah. So I talked about the wave, right? Well, mm-hmm. I don't always create waves. Mm-hmm. I ride waves when they come, but I chip away. I'm consistent at chipping away because that chipping away is not nothing. It just doesn't seem like anything at the time. But if I do it every day, it's like farmer strength. If I do it every day. I do this every day. Once the wave comes in, I'm good. Mm. Or for instance, if I, let's say I have a, like, I'll do the way I'm doing now. It seems like a lot, but I'm actually not doing a lot. But then it's like, oh, I have a battle. Okay, now I can start upping the level, challenging mm. my body, da-da-da-da, to a healthy state, push myself. But it's not like tomorrow I'm going to fucking do some crazy shit. And I have done that. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it sucks. Yeah. So I work out the way I, so I can just do it. Mm-hmm. So then when I get ready for competition, it's like, all right, let me push it up. You know, I have a, that's a two month plan of increasing all the way up till I get to a peak, staying at the peak and then taper down. Mm-hmm. And then my body's ready. Yeah. So it's just like getting wiser in that sense, because yeah, I can't just, and here's the thing. When I'm at an event, I can't, I have to choose either I'm going to cipher or compete. That's just what it is hmm. because I'm 45, man, about 46 of July. I yeah. can't do it. I can't, dude. I get tired shopping, bro. <laughs> Walking around shopping, I'm tired. Like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, the whole man, it's just real. Yeah. But it's amazing because at a gym, if I pace myself, I'll do excellent. That's what's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like, there's, I have a better energy in that, you know? There's, there's different, everyone's got like different goals and stuff and, and, and can inspire people in different ways too. Like to me, seeing someone who's older, like say you or like a guy like Poe One or, or, you know, whoever, right. And people who can still go and then they might not be going how they used to go, but they can still go and they can still dance and express music and and still do cool stuff and and it doesn't even have to be like whatever crazy flipping i'm working and that's the thing i'm working on the crazy shit but yeah like to me it's inspiring to see see people like that like yourself and and others that yeah. that you know it tell it shows me that like you can keep doing this if you know I mean, how to if you go if you approach it the right way yes because it's not a contact sport you know most people like 
they'll retire like a boxer because yeah you're getting punched in the face <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so yeah like unless i do a one and a half and get a concussion which i have gotten a concussion before you know what i mean like yeah, yeah but that's rarity mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not that you know it's not like that so mm-hmm. it's like yeah if i take care of myself and not cipher the whole day and then concentrate on that i could perform well and and if i drill the moves that i want like air flares i'm really working on air flares still working on my player 90 to make it clean and my basic power you know even i said this it's like and it's coming up so i gotta step up you know pocket by 50 and i said i'm gonna be you know pocket by 50 even though it's like i don't know where i'll be at 50 but it'll be definitely better than where i was three years ago yeah like if i could if i could get to uh I don't know uh, who's a decent power move guy. I don't know. But like, you know, if it's decent, then shit, that's an achievement. Because yeah. I was opposite. You know, I started, like I said, I started out with hip hop freestyle versus like, you know, most kids when they do breaking, they start with a windmill. Like, oh my God, you're 12. Oh shit, a windmill looks fucking crazy. So you start out with the power move mentality. I was opposite. It's like, I want to dance. I want to brew. I want to feel it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. like, you know, well, um, you know, later on, I'm like, okay, let's see if I can fly. <laughs> which is funny. Like, yeah, ah, which is crazy. But again, even though you see me practicing air flares, I'm not practicing air flares every day. But I'm yeah. practicing, I'm working out the same muscles that you need to do air flare. Hmm. So that way, when, I, when it's air flare day, I could just work it. Hmm. And then call it a day and then work those muscles again versus kind of like trying to do the air flare again and like, you know, get the impact and then hurt myself. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. still, it's something still being worked. Nothing, nothing is really being let go. It's mm-hmm. more just, you know, it's more just uh, smart, smart working out <clears throat> or smart practice versus just like how you know. Wait a second, young. I'm on two fifty of them. I don't care. And then you know, <laughs> your muscle memory goes down. And your technique is actually getting worse, but you want to keep doing it because you're forcing yeah. it versus the chipping away. Yeah, practicing yeah. hard versus practicing smart, right? Smart, yeah, one hundred. You know, intelligent practice. That's that's one thing. That's why. How do you do it? Well, I do work out like six days a week, mm-hmm. and I and I work on breaking like once a week, maybe twice a week max. That's because my body will heal better that way. Yeah, yeah. Because regardless, that impact, boy, I tell you, if I did that yeah. impact, the impact that. My joints sake every day? No, nah, there's no, one. no But, you know, I could jump rope or I could do calisthenics. Yeah, I could do that every day. I could yeah. work out different parts of my body and work on the impact of what, what does it feel like that my body's ready to go. So mm-hmm. it's dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only sure. thing that I'm missing is, um, so me and Eddie Styles won a battle in Mexico in December. And it was just weird because I haven't danced with people in a long time. Because mm-hmm. pre-pandemic, I... I would session go to a session once a week. But I was working out. I'm working out harder now, but I was working out session once a week. So I was used to dancing in front of people, ciphering whatever. So this time it was like weird. Like, yeah. but what was crazy is my stamina was really good. Mm. Like my stamina my recovery time was really good. It was just weird dancing in front of people, and then I finally got like comfortable mm-hmm. in the finals, which was weird. <laughs> and we ended up winning, but it was like kind of like oh shit. But it felt crazy because like, oh shit, people! And then COVID like fully cough on me, and like, I was like oh, <laughs> and then, but I was tripping out because like my body feels amazing, like my recovery time, like I could hit around and be like, 
and I could go again. Like before it was like, even I was working out back then, it was still not, it was still good, but this was just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, this, this could work. Like right. I could do this, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like excellently. And I think everyone tripped out when they found out how old we were, because Eddie's 42. Oh, damn. I'm 45, so they were tripping. I was like, wait, you guys are the oldest guys in the jam. You guys end up winning. Like, these guys are doing air flares and shit like that. They're doing fucking yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. So that longevity thing is like, that's how I, I hope to inspire I, mm -hmm. inspire people in that. Like, take your time, man. You have, you know, that's that's part of the young man mentality. It's just that, oh, what can I do it now? It's like, yeah, actually, yeah. if you take your time, you can make, you could be a cockroach. You could be like, you know, like a cockroach. You're like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> hard to get rid of me, man. Like, I'm yeah. just there, you know what I'm but saying? But it's, you know, it's like different ways of, of proving yourself, right? Yeah. Like, you know, some people, they think the way to prove yourself is to, yeah, like win Red Bull BC1 or win yeah. Uh, yeah. Undisputed or whatever. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not the only avenue to go. And if you could do it all, yeah. I think that's dope it, you know it's just again awareness helps you with you know like you guys got like you have guys like Vic, you have guys like rocks right that are really just you know they're not about i'm the fucking they're more like okay i lost next one on to the next one yeah. The, yeah next one cool good okay whatever what can i, I do to get better boss. okay all right yeah that's it and that's the that's the attitude to have because like the end of the day you're just getting better and then mm. you're supplying your gifts and inspiration to everyone else more than just like i'm that dude i could talk shit yeah. i don't know anyone that has a longevity like that except for my mom Belby. like i can't think of anyone else <laughs> and you know and he admit it i do it because i watch wrestling like <laughs> personality you know what i mean yeah like if you yeah. look at muhammad ali he's really actually a giving person it was just yeah he knew that rest that drama was gonna get sell tickets like that's yeah, it yeah. Well, that's but like, you could look uh, at everything else in his life yeah. he was a giver man he was about yeah. working hard he's about okay taking the next level mm -hmm. and he was about like his integrity and mm -hmm. that's what stood out about him like yo i'm not gonna mm -hmm. try to work that's what my beliefs are you know what i mean so i think that's what made him great too so it's mm -hmm. kind of like you know and you could see the people right now in breaking world where it was all that Fucking blah, 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 the best. Da, da. You can look at them now and I don't see them. I don't mm -hmm. see anything where it's like valid. Like, I don't see anything where it's just like they're saying anything. Because mm -hmm. they kind of just now it's just they're talking crazy talk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're talking some other shit versus, you know, their their initial talent. And that's because that, in, you know, you can't be that young man past 30. You yeah. just can't. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, There's yeah. No way. If you do, something's gonna hit your mentality is gonna hit or your body yeah right or both shit god damn you see yeah. both or they're like alcoholics and shit or whatever and mm -hmm, just like mm -hmm. just rah. so it's like you're for regardless if you want longevity and everything you're forced to get healthy some way one way or another either mentally or physically or both you have to I, yeah you have to and that's the adaption yeah that's the awareness and adaption you know what I mean? yeah yeah for sure yeah for I sure. might have to call this call this soon, man. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say that that's probably yeah, a good we're, spot. We're just talking about some other shit. Let's just and there's like tight. a whole bunch of other stuff that I still want to talk to you yeah, about. Yeah, so we we'll, we yeah, we should do it again. Yeah, yeah, but this is this is dope because we we I, yeah, man, like you're asking questions that sometimes like 
not how people ask, which is, you know what I mean? Like, like we're yeah. getting really deep into the things of like, what's not being talked about. That needs to be talked about. That's the stuff I like. That's I like dope. having deep conversations and stuff like that, which is kind of why the name of the podcast is like beyond the dance floor. It's not, right, right. there's stuff that happens. We all love this dance and there's yeah. whatever, but there's so much more to it. There's like, you know, we got into like trauma, you were talking about trauma and, and yeah. you know, human like DNA and animal instincts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's crazy, about, man. I've been really into that. That's just been yeah. banana studying that because it was like, the thought used to be like, you know, you're doing it on purpose. Like, you're, we're, this is 2021. Mm. And because of 2020, we saw what people became. Mm. Good people became. Mm. Like, you know, they still did foul shit. Why? Because of Trump. You know mm. what I mean? Like, good people. Like, every, and that's why it's like, man, like, you know, I can't, I don't put, once, if you, those things hit, are you, can your, can your, what you call enlightenment will help you. And then you you might do some foul ass shit just because of survival. You mm. know what I mean? Just because survival, just because of trauma, just because the animal, like, you know, mm. and if you don't, if you don't understand that of yourself, then I only present it because if you can understand that by yourself, you can make better decisions. Mm. You'll know what's talking. You'll feel it. Like, yeah. oh, this is talking right now. So maybe I shouldn't act. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? That way you don't send it. Boom! I said it. <laughs> but yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, these these kind of conversations are are good. They need to happen more often. And, Whatever. And, uh, Whatever. Yeah, I think, and I think that's what's good about you know, talking about lanes and stuff like that. You know, because like when I do the trades, obviously I can't I can't have a whole episode like this, right? Mm. That's what's gonna make my like what makes my show different from your show. Like you're yeah. going deep. So this is good for people to know it's out there. Zombie mm -hmm. trains like, hey, today we're talking about trauma. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> like, I just want to know who won. You know, what's your opinions on like, you know, Jethro and shit? Like, <laughs> or I want, you know, I thought I like Flea Rock set. Like, <laughs> like time and it's again time and place, right? Awareness, time and place. And that's add to what's what's dope. Like that's why it's, it's fresh, man. Keep it going, dude. Yeah. Keep it going, Thank man. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, appreciate you taking the time and like For sharing sure. all your thoughts. And again, there's like a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, dude. We have it. We, we, we just talked. I about totally would. I was going into this thinking like, oh yeah, we'll just like nerd out on footwork and stuff like that, and yeah, we didn't yeah, even yeah, talk yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, because it has to do psychologically. Why? Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's yeah. reasons, you know. What I'm we, we got this, in, is a good, this, this, is, this is a way to like kind of like next one conversation we can yeah. segue into that, like, why yeah. we like the things that we like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Man. Um, so, yeah, we'll do it again for sure sometime in the future, but uh, right. yeah, for right. everyone listening and watching, thanks for doing that, and again, thanks, Profo, for cool. all your knowledge. And, and Razzy D. <laughs> Green, Razzy D, filthy feet, you know what, chef. All right, peace, everybody. Right, peace. In this one. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash RazzyF2. That's R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. 
This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com slash razzyf2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening and look forward to the next one. Peace. Peace.